State Champs Nation, Lauren Plant here. Before we get to this podcast, I just wanted to bring you a quick programming note. The State Champs Sports Network is expanding our podcast programming. In order to make it easier for you to listen to the podcast you want to listen to, we wanted to break them all out. You can find each of our podcasts on your favorite podcast platform, from Apple and Google Podcasts to Spotify and so many more. If you're a State Champs super fan, you want to listen to them all, you don't have to to change a thing. We'll still be posting everything in this feed. Now, on with the podcast. We have reached the final week of the Indiana high school football season. We're going to talk about what happened in the semi-state what our expectations are for the state finals in this week's edition of the State Champs Indiana Extra Point Podcast presented by Lawrence Technological University. Over 100 degree programs offered to the university consistently ranked one of the best in the Midwest, according to U.S. News and World Report. Find out more at ltu.edu. Greg Rakestraw, Bob Stambazzi. Hello, my friend. How are you today? Just peaches and cream. What another great weekend of high school football in Indiana. Just your thoughts on the fact we've made it. There are obviously teams that that had to cancel games during the season. We had a couple of teams that played in the semi-state on uh, on Friday night that uh, had played only five regular season games. Both those teams were knocked out in the semi-state in Valparaiso and Central Catholic. Obviously, we had teams that that could not play in the sectional championship, couldn't play in the sectional period. But from the regional round on, and knock on wood, we have six games left to go this weekend, but we made it. We made it to the end of a high school football season during a pandemic. Your thoughts on that first and foremost? Honestly, I did not think it would happen. And I've been talking with a lot of athletic directors uh, the past couple weeks regarding this issue, and they shake their heads. We've been very fortunate up here in in Wabash County uh, not to really been affected during season. Now, we did have a school have it in regards prior to the season. We also had volleyball get hit. But other than that, uh, we were pretty pretty healthy right in this particular area. But, boy, Greg, you go to one county to the north or one county to the west, it's a different story. So we're, we're very blessed with what happened this year. And there are obviously there, there have been limitations on crowds and girls basketball. There are teams that are late in starting boys basketball, but again, it's it's the regular season. There, there are there are still three months and a week, if you will, uh, to be able to get extra games in. You've got the gift of time, which you don't have during the football season. You can postpone by a day. You can find a new opponent. It's hard to make up games, but we'll talk about basketball in a couple of weeks on this podcast. We still have two more weeks to go in football before we flip the switch on basketball in terms of previewing the state finals and then recapping the state finals a week from now. So how we'll do it today is a little bit differently. We're going to go class by class and talk about what happened uh, in terms of Friday night's games and what we expect to happen in the upcoming state championship. In 6A, we have two Indy suburban schools. Center Grove, as expected all year long, made it back to Lucas Oil Stadium. It's 13-13 at halftime. It was 48-13 by the end of the game. Center Grove beats Ben Davis. Westfield makes the 6A final for the first time. Four years removed from winning the 5A championship. They beat Merrillville 41-23. 
Anything about those two games catch your attention, Bob? Yeah, I really thought that Maribel would give Westfield a, a uh, better game. I'm going back to a comment you made uh, last week, Greg, with the fact, I hate to admit it, but uh, I'll go back to the point you made that Westfield plays a very tough schedule. I thought yep. Westfield, I mean, the Maryville did too, but Westfield really showed up and uh, played a great football game Friday night to advance to the state finals. Any team that plays in the MIC plays the, plays the best schedule, uh, so to speak, in, in, uh, in high school football. Westfield probably plays the second best schedule because they play in the second best league, a league that is now all 6A but one team, and that one team's in the 5A championship in terms of Zionsville. Uh, and Westfield went out, and, and their non-conference games uh, were Cathedral and Harrison. Obviously, Cathedral is the other team uh, in the 5A state championship. And when Westfield beat Brownsburg in week five or six, 43-42, it kind of caught all of our attention because Cathedral handed it to them at 56-20 in week number one. And and once you uh, once we saw that result, look like, all right, Coach Gilbert's got something. As this is a Westfield program that has now made the state finals in three different classifications. Almost 30 years ago, they were a 2A school. And here they are now having played the state championship game back-to-back -back years in 2015 and 2016 and reaching the 6A final in 2020. Again, it's been a great run for Westfield, uh, and I expect almost what has happened in a couple of Center Grove games this year to happen again on Saturday or Friday night, because 6A games on Friday night. Uh, and that would be Westfield may have enough to hang for a half, but by the second half, Center Grove just wears you out and wears you down. I expect the Trojans to lift the state championship trophy for the third time in the last 12 years. Bob, what say you? I, you know, I look at, uh, I look at uh, Center Grove uh, getting the win in this bad boy. This is an outstanding football team, a team we've talked about for two years. They have done exactly uh, what you have predicted they would do. And I just don't think Westfield can match up, like you said, throughout the entire contest uh, for all 48 minutes. Yeah, I just think Center Grove actually comes away uh, with a big, big win. In Class 5A, Cathedral dispatched of Castle 32-7. to I'm not going to lie. That was honestly closer than I thought it would be, um, even though Cathedral had to drive down to Castle. Uh, Zionsville beating Valpo caught my attention because even though the game was at Zionsville, um, and again, Zionsville played a great schedule, as did Valpo. Um, and maybe Valpo's schedule wasn't as good as it could have been because of games they missed uh, because of quarantine. But knowing Valpo made the 5A state finals last year, I thought – you know, I, I thought they were the better team. Zionsville made the regional last year in 6A. And for those that don't know, they dropped to 5A this year. They were the, uh, the, the benefactor of Elkhart merging. When Elkhart became a 6A school, Zionsville was a school that dropped to 5A. And I thought because they played a largely 6A schedule, they would make a deep run in the 5A tournament. I want you to go all the way to the state championship game, but here they are. <laughs> Cathedral wins by 25. Zionsville wins by 18. Your thoughts on, on how Friday night's games played out? Well, don't know too much about Castle. Just listen to what you said about Cathedral and reading about them. That game pretty much, to me, went according to Hoyle. But the Zionsville-Valpo game, I really thought 
would maybe come down to the last possession. But Zionsville proved that, that they're much better football team than what I give them credit for. And Valpo did not play as well as I thought they would. So that uh, 27 to nine uh, uh, victory uh, was, was, I guess, expected if you're a Zionsville fan. Just a little disappointed in the Vikings play out of Valpo. I think Cathedral wins handily uh, again because Zionsville has played such a good schedule. I don't think they will be in, in shock and awe mode, so to speak, against Cathedral on Saturday night. But again, comparison shopping, Cathedral beat Westfield by 30-something. Westfield beat Zionsville during the regular season. You do the math. I've got Cathedral winning uh, by probably three or four scores on Saturday. What about you, Baz? I would say uh, Cathedral literally by 21 at least. Uh, yeah. This is an outstanding football team. And, and Zionsville, give credit where credit's due. They got there, but now they're going up against a juggernaut. Class 4A, Hobart makes the state championship game, and they have talked about this for 365 days. They felt they had East Noble in the semi-state last year, led 17-0, could not hang on to win that one. Hobart is back in a state championship game for the first time in 24 years, one of the programs in the state in the 80s, one of the early powers in high school football. They are back. They are back in the state championship game. You can say the same thing about Ron Colley. They are back in the state championship game for the first time in four years. In Ron Colley terms, it's a long time. Um, it is the first time in over three decades that a coach not named Bruce Cypress has taken them to a state championship game. It is John Rodenberg, and John was the coach at Cincinnati Moeller, left there to come to Lawrence Central in Indianapolis. It may not have been the best fit for him. The Ron Colley job opens. He jumps at it. And here they are playing in the 4A state championship game. You know, I wasn't surprised they beat Mooresville. I was stunned they beat Mooresville by four touchdowns. Your thoughts on what happened on Friday night in 4A, Baz? Well, the Hobart game is one that jumps out of me because Hobart, uh, their first offensive play goes like 70 yards for a touchdown. Right. They kick off. Marion returns it for a touchdown. Hobart gets the ball back, goes right down the field, scores again. Before you know it, it's 28-7, to and the Giants are in trouble, but the Brickies are hitting on all eight cylinders. And, and this is a good, good football team, and I think this is going to be a great matchup uh, with Ron Colley uh, this weekend. Even though Ron Colley uh, plays an outstanding schedule, has an outstanding coach, I'm going to pick Hobart to beat Ron Colley in the state finals. You know, again, because Hobart plays teams kind of above their 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 pay grade, their classification, one of the smaller teams in in, in their league. Um, you know, they play a lot of five A schools yeah. on their schedule and mix in a six A or two as well. Um, again, I, I think they're battle tested. I like Ron Colley to win the game. I like Ron Colley to win it in a one to two score game. I like Ron Colley's chances. And by the way, I'll have this game on Friday afternoon as one of my TV games uh, this week on the IHSAA Champions Network and Fox Sports Indiana. With that, we have reached the midway point of today's podcast. Let's thank our friends at Lawrence Technological University in Southfield, Michigan. They offer 27 teams across 22 sports. Track and field and men's volleyball are some of the newest offerings. If you dreamed about being a college athlete, then why don't you do this? Head over to ltuathletics.com, click on the Be Recruited tab on the homepage, fill out the questionnaire for, questionnaire for your sport, and the incredible coaching staff will get it. Yes, you can recruit yourself. You can even intern with the State Champ Sports Network team while you're living the dream and getting one of the best educations out there. Your journey begins at ltuathletics.com. All right, 3A state championship game. 
Chittard had to fend off a come-from-behind effort from Mishawaka. Marion, Danville probably had a little bit of an easier time than I expected down at Southridge, winning 30-7. to Chittard and Danville have met in the sectional or regional round for many years. The last two years, Chittard has gone north in the bracket, and here we are, two teams, I wouldn't call them rivals, but they're not exactly strangers, are playing for a state championship. Your thoughts about Friday's results first, Bob. Well, Mishawaka Marion, I really thought they would get Shatar. This is an outstanding football team. Uh, they got everything out of everything they had. As you remember, they had a ton of players on last year's team come back this year that were injured last year. And this is a, a season they were gunning for. But Shatard, uh comes away with a big win by 5-18-13. And then the Danville uh, Southridge. Well, you said you felt uh, Danville was a good football team. You felt uh, Danville was going to get it, and uh, they proved uh, Greg Rakestraw right for once. <laughs> for once, huh? All right, I like that. Uh, you know, again, I thought Danville would win. I, did, I thought Southridge give him a better game. But this is, this is a Danville team that has been knocking on the door for a long time. And what's interesting is the fact that they have changed coaches over, over uh, you know, a couple of years. And much like we talk about, you know, by, by no means is John Rodenberg a first-year head coach. He's a first-year head coach at, at Rodden Collie. Well, in 3A, Jamie Comer is a first-year head coach. Uh, it's not that long ago that I was calling Jamie's games at the University of Indianapolis. Uh, Jamie played for his dad, Brett, at Brownsburg High School uh, and uh, was on the staff at Weibo under Justin Pelly. I'll talk about the stars coming up in a matter of moments. But uh, Danville gets the championship game. And much like I would talk about the last two weeks for Chittard, um, Chittard's going to be the favorite, but they're playing a really good team who has played several really good teams. I don't think there is a large gap between Chittard and Danville. I'll also have this game uh, on Fox Sports Indiana uh, coming up uh, on, uh, on Saturday afternoon uh, as a bit of a backyard brawl for the 3A state championship game. I like Chittard. But I like Chittard in a competitive game against Danville. Now let's go to 2A. And uh, perhaps this was the game of the night uh, in, in the semi-state round because there weren't that many close games in the semi-state round. Pioneer built a big lead, and Lures came all the way back. You thought Lures would win this game, and Bob, on this one, you were right. They beat Pioneer 42-34. I thought modern day was going to beat Western Boone. Man, was I wrong. Weebo makes a state championship game for a third year in a row. And again, folks, they do this with a largely different group that made it to the state finals the last couple of years. They lost a handful of seniors after their first state title. They lost more after last year's state title. They're, they were going to 3A regardless of whether they had won that game last Friday or not. But they absolutely put it to modern day, 42-7. to It's Weebo and Lures in the 2A state championship game. Your thoughts, Bob, on how we got here and what we will see on Friday afternoon. Well, Lures, uh, just a remarkable, remarkable championship comeback uh, by Bishop Lures over Pioneer that led him throughout the game. And Lures gets the lead late in the game. Pioneer comes right back, scores, takes the lead again. And yet here comes Lures right back and does it again. The big turn, the big, I think, uh, 
a win for Lures Kane, Greg, on stopping uh, three uh, consecutive two-point conversion attempts. And uh, that really hurt Pioneer uh, when you sit there and look at the score because it also then took away the field goal attempt if they needed to go there. But Lures likes to throw the ball, as we know. Uh, their quarterback is extremely talented, set a record uh, for passing this year in yardage. And, and this is a complete ball team. They will run the football. They've got some injuries, not going to use it as an excuse, but this truly was a classic Indiana high school championship uh, semi-state game between Lures and Pioneer. That Western Boone modern day surprised me. I'm, I'm, I got to be very sincere. I thought uh, modern day would get them, but uh, uh, Western Boone, have, I think it's scored 42 points uh, three weeks in a row now. Yeah. And this is really a offensive juggernaut. This this is going to be a make sure the light bill's paid uh, down in Indianapolis because there's going to be some points on the board. We have extra time due to the pandemic to clear fans out and get new fans in. It's a good thing we have extra time in this game. It's going to take a while, uh, given the fact that uh, Lures has scored as many as 56 in the postseason. You mentioned what Weibo has done. Yeah. And again, uh, I'm not. I'm not even sure I'm going to make a pick in this game. I will. Maybe who has the ball last? I would probably lean towards Lures. Although you know, you should learn from your mistakes in terms of uh, picking against Western Boone <laughs> at this point. Um, but uh, in 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 the spirit of hey, pick somebody, I'll pick Lures. But this may be the best state championship game uh, of, of the six that will take place on Friday or Saturday, and that's the first game out of the shoot. That's the noon game on Friday. Finally. South Adams and Covenant Christian uh, with one-sided affairs. Um, I thought South Adams would beat Central Catholic. I wasn't sure it was going to be as lopsided as it was. I thought Covenant Christian was the better team against West Washington, but I thought Dub Dub playing at home and knowing they were you know, inspired by losing their head coach in the semi-state round in Philip Bowsman a year ago, I thought maybe those emotions would carry the day. There was simply too much of a talent gap from Covenant Christian to West Washington. Covenant Christian is a school that has not been playing football for long. And here they are in the state championship game. South Adams is special. You've seen them a lot the last couple of years. or talked about them a lot. I think we all have very high expectations for the 1A state championship game as well. Bob, your thoughts on who got there and what happens on Saturday? Well, you look at South Adams right off the bat, uh, taking on perennial power, Lafayette Central Catholic. One of those teams, Greg, that you mentioned did not get a bunch of games in this year. And matter of fact, they even played Tipton twice just to be able to get an extra game in. But South Adams is a juggernaut. I've said that and said that and said that uh, with their quarterback, uh, Arnold, and with their wide receivers. And then you throw in Big Miller, the fullback, uh, at 6'4", 240. Uh, and then you look at the Hogs up front. This is a complete football team when you look at South Adams. But looking at Covenant Christian, a team that, well, to be quite honest to me, come out of nowhere because this isn't a team we were looking at. To me, I was looking at Indianapolis Lutheran. Well, they got taken care of, right? So now it's Christian and Adams. I, Greg, this is a pick em game uh, as far as I'm concerned, but I got to go with the Star Friars uh, to make sure uh, they bring home the title to burn Indiana. Folks, this is the sixth year that Covenant Christian has played football. The sixth they had won two postseason games before this year. They have an interim head coach in Sean Lyons. Um, they really had two close games all year. Heritage Christian, who was a 2A sectional champ, and Lutheran, who was the 1A runner-up last year. 
Other than that, they have been housing people all season long. Um, they have played some larger schools. Again, Heritage Christian and Lutheran are the two teams that I would consider to be good football teams. Park Tudor was, was, was better this year than they have been, and Covenant Christian worked them twice, by 55 and by 32, the two times they got together. South Putnam and West Washington hadn't lost a game, and Covenant Christian put them in a running clock scenario. Um, I'm going to lean to Covenant Christian. I know how good South Adams is. I know how good their quarterback is. Uh, but again, j- just seeing whom they have beaten and the scores by which they have beaten them, I'm going to go with Covenant Christian in this 1A state championship game. Final thoughts of the class today, Brother Bass. Well, we look back through the whole season saying, boy, we, we got, as you said, all these arranged marriage games going on because everything has been manipulated around because of COVID. But one thing that has been a constant has been uh, these student athletes coming to the forefront and their coaches not giving up on these kids. And this has been a, I think, Greg, one of the greatest years in Indiana high school football that we've ever seen because of the adversity everybody has been challenged with, or as I like to say, the opportunities they have been given. Well, uh, one of my favorite phrases kind of plays off what you said. From the greatest adversity comes the greatest opportunity. And congrats to these young men for battling through, for persevering, and for getting to the state championship game. 2A, 4A, 6A, Friday. 1A, 3A, 5A, Saturday. And again, 11, 3, and 7 is when the games are played. So we can get the crowd from one game in, then get them out, get the next group in, try to clean, sanitize, what have you. Uh, Seats will be reserved this year. It won't be general admission. And your ticket buys you one game, not six games. This is what playing football in a pandemic looks like, but we're a couple of days away from having a completed season. Bob and I will recap everything next week. So probably a shorter podcast, but we'll go in depth on all six games. And then we'll take a week off. Then we'll start doing basketball in the middle of December, at least from the podcast standpoint, because Bob and I have been doing basketball already for the last (laughs) couple of weeks. As always, a pleasure, my friend. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Be safe, and God bless you all. For Bob Stambazzi and Wes Wolf behind the scenes, this is Greg Rakestraw. Thank you for listening to the State Champs Indiana Extra Point Podcast. 